0: To the prepared mindset podcast i'm your host austin We've got uh our hundredth episode today so in honor of that uh i've asked that that trevor graciously donate his time and join me and i most graciously agreed it's, yeah, graciously except with uh with moi moi humility and i don't know the rest of that quote I don't think anybody does. Most people don't recognize Jar Jar Binks as like a quotable character of the franchise. So, Yeah, uh, Star Wars reference. It's either an awful way or an awesome way to start off this episode. I'm going to go with that first one. Yeah, possibly awful. Probably awful. Uh, But this is our 100th episode, guys. Um, It's not necessarily significant for a lot of people. I, I find it significant and a landmark achievement. It's a milestone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, given the relatively small size and possibly small stature of this operation, I, I mean, am, it's it's a I'm testament, thrilled. really, that nobody has forced you off the air yet. Yeah, I mean, it's coming. I don't um, I don't for one second believe that I'm long for this airwaves um, or something. I I mean, yeah, thankfully I will say that our, our largest platform is Spotify and, uh, they actually sided with Joe Rogan in like all the, in all the recent BS and everything. So that leads me to believe that we'll probably be in a pretty good situation here as a podcast to not face, uh, backlash, Uh, at least, you know, uh, I don't want to say politically, but socially, right. We won't get canceled or if we do get canceled, we won't actually literally get canceled from our platform. We'll just... In the yeah, I don't, public I don't, I don't foresee that happening, mm-hmm. like that kind of infringement on people's right to say whatever they want. I mean, have you been on Facebook lately, bro? Or the Insta? Cause it's, I mean, it I'm on, I visit the Insta every time I visit the throne. So people, I would say people twice People get a permabanned day. and shadow banned and band banned all the time. I didn't even know that there were like multiple ways to like, I don't know what shadow banning means. Like all oh. I know is. Oh, that it just means got- that while well, they don't actually ban you, they like, they like crank down on the, uh. Oh, like what you're allowed to post and stuff. No, on the algorithm. So people don't find your shit as easily. So it's like you're being banned without banning you. Okay. If I'm understanding that correctly, I could be totally fucking off. Maybe that's why my my Instagram account hasn't really taken off. No, it's probably man. because it's crap. Just like ours. I mean, it could be same problem. I have a very orders. subjective taste when it comes to things. Listen, there's a whole lot of jokes I can make there. I'm not. I'm not going to. But before we kind of get into uh, this episode, right? Uh, and you're you know, hitting the aromas there of your bourbon. Um, I am going to, uh, thank our sponsors, uh, for, you know, we're always thankful. Uh, every episode we do here is in part because of the the sponsors and the partners that we work with here at the prepared mindset. Um, but I, especially because, you know, these two sponsors, our first two sponsors here, uh, have been been with us for a very long time, um, and have been instrumental in allowing us to do several, several things. Uh, we're fortunate to work with quality companies here. We wouldn't bring you guys, uh, anything but a company that we are thrilled to work with. So that in mind, uh, eclipse holsters guys, eclipse holsters was our first sponsor, uh, here, geez, probably a year ago. Um, it had to have been a year ago was when they came on board originally with us. Uh, and I've, I'm thrilled that we are back working with them um, after what I'll call a hiatus. Uh, we are now part of their newly launched ambassador team. And it's it's awesome. They're a great company, family-owned, small business, and they do outstanding work. Solid product, for sure. Yeah, if you guys are looking for a holster um, or uh, maybe a mag carrier, a gift for somebody in your life, I highly recommend that you guys check out eclipseholsters.com. You can use our discount code prepared mindset. It's going to save you 20% off the order mm. for whatever. Okay. Uh, they do Kydex wallets. They do dump trays. They do holsters. They do mag carriers. They have, uh, can we just say they do most things Kydex? I don't want to say yeah. all things, yeah, but they do most. They do things. a lot of stuff in Kydex and the, the really nice part with them is, if you don't see what you're looking for on their site, if you email them, nine times out of 10, Jess and her team are gonna hook you up. So whether it's a custom print, uh, or something made for a birthday present, you know, they're gonna be able to, to talk with you and, and get that worked out uh, with the same great quality that all of their products are produced with. They also partner with a lot of great companies, so if you're looking for a belt to go with this new holster, Core Belts, they sell core through their website. Uh, All kinds of stuff, all kinds of optional hardware you can upgrade and change your current carry situation over to. um, Can't say enough good things about them. And something that really makes them stand out in the industry right now is they guarantee that in three business days or less, your order is going to be in the mail, right? That's unheard of. Uh, There are Kydex companies out there making holsters that will tell you that there is a three week, a six week, an eight week, whatever turnaround time on getting your Kydex holster, which largely takes not that much time to do. Um, and and I, I think it's it's unrealistic. And for the money you pay, you shouldn't have to wait. Well, it says a lot that a company like Eclipse is able to put out such a quality product in such a short amount of time. Because I mean, the yeah. retention on mine is fantastic. Yeah, it's they're great holsters. You um, have any problems, right? Anything at all, their customer service is top notch. That's what got me involved with them way, 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 way back, uh, before they were even a sponsor, I, I was introduced to that company as a consumer. Uh, Lexi had found them because of the fabric clip that they offered, uh, so that she could try and carry with leggings, uh, and, and, you know, jeans without a, a big thick EDC belt. Um, we've told the story here before, uh, basically she'd wound up buying a 43X, uh, shortly after the holidays. I got her the holster as a Christmas gift. So shortly thereafter, she emailed, said, hey, my husband got me this. It, I don't have the gun anymore. Is there anything you can do on an exchange? And 100% customer satisfaction guaranteed. Mailed the holster back. Got the exact same design for her 43X. She still has it. Still loves it. Uh, again, just can't say enough nice things about them. But I will add, you spend over $100 on the site, you get free two-day FedEx shipping. Nice. Guys, that's... that's I mean, you buy a holster and a mag carrier, you're pretty much at a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then free shipping and two day shipping. So you're not, mm-hmm. you're not puts around with the U S postal service. I mean, God love the mail carriers, but, uh, you know, there's something to be desired there with their accuracy and, uh, and the service. So can't say enough nice things really can't EclipseHolsters.com. One more time, our code prepared mindset. It'll save you 20% off your order. Go check it out now also mymedic.com uh, mymedic has been on they came on shortly after uh shortly after eclipse did and uh great great company um they were really great when we started they sent out a couple of their myfact kits for us so that we had uh we had those products we could play around with them we have them in the in the event that we need them right and i can honestly say <clears throat> great products They're well thought out. They have a lot of options. We understand that maybe you live by yourself. Maybe you have a family of three or four, right? Maybe you have a family of six or eight, right? MyMedic has options to address all these family sizes or group sizes. They even have larger kits. If you need something for your kids rec league, you need something for your boy scout troop. You need something to keep in the office. They have something that will address that need. If you need something that's more niche, right? You need a kit that's going to float because you spend all of your summers out on the water, like many of us here in Michigan do. I say many of us, as as if I own a, a, a water vessel. I yeah, don't. That's, that's a rookie move. You want a friend with a boat, not yeah. not an. I do have several boat. friends yeah. with boats. I myself am not. Um, I'm not. A, I'm not nautical. So uh, I'm a basque landlubber, as they say in the biz. Um, yes. So, but. They have options for, you know, boat medic that floats. They have a pet medic for our four-legged friends. Accidents happen with them all the time. <laughs> Especially Another your dog. dogs. Yeah, my dogs are they're a special breed, all their own. But but accidents happen, right? So it does, it, it is beneficial to have a medical kit that is specifically geared towards your pets. They have a hiker medic. If you're somebody who's out doing rock climbing and hiking, they have a bike medic. And a lot of people cycle and do things like that over their weekends. They, they have these, these specialized kits that are built out to make sure that you as a consumer have everything you need and not one thing more. They gave us the code Mindset20 to pass on to you guys. Use that code, it's gonna save you 20% off your order. And they just rolled out some reward system uh, that's gonna hook you guys up. You can, you can build points, you can store points up so you can redeem them, save even more money and have everything that you need. Uh, They're also an affiliate partner with us, and this is huge. If you go through our our links uh, page, our link tree on Instagram, or our offer section on the old book face, you can use our affiliate link and access the MyMedic website. Everything that you spend is still going to come back, and you're still going to, a piece of whatever you spend is going to come back and help support us, all right? Uh, You can still use Mindset 20. You can still save 20% off. Uh, you can still get access to the free educational content that they produce that comes with all of their medical kits. But, uh, like I said, a little bit of that's going to come back. It's going to kick back to the team here at Prepared Mindset and help us keep doing what we're doing. Again, fantastic company. Their educational content is outstanding. They make a point to be out at community events. They were at, I don't get King of Hammers, all kinds of things. Uh, free information sharing so that you're not just well equipped when it comes to what emergencies you might come across, but you're you're well informed. You you truly are an asset when you have your MyMedic kit, your MyFac, uh, your recon, whatever it is, when the situation may arise. So head over to mymedic.com, fantastic, fantastic company. Check them out. Again, mindset20 will save you twenty percent off. You can use our affiliate link through our link tree or our Facebook page to help support us as well. And then finally we are also affiliate partners with Dry Fire Mag. Solid company. Okay. Uh, we really like the product. I know you own one. I own one for my Glock 19. Best investment I made after lockdown. It really is a solid investment. Actually, not after lockdown. It was during lockdown we bought ours. Do you know how many yeah. hours of endless clicky fun I had with that thing? Well, I mean, it's ammo is hard to find, range time is expensive. I wouldn't say ammo is hard to find, I would say ammo is expensive. Yeah, ammo is hard to afford. Yes, I should say. Yes. So, uh, we don't even have a discount code, um, but it's a great product. We both had awesome experiences with it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously use our fully customizable link. tunable with, yeah you, you know, can trigger use their spring kit that comes with it i think it's like five bucks or something mm-hmm. so a lot of us i know have either drop-in triggers or trigger jobs or, or custom work done on your glock your m p your sig you can swap out the springs and you can tune this so it'll run properly with your aftermarket trigger and you get hours and hours of dry fire time out of this um if you guys check out our instagram you know i don't get to do a ton of live fire. Right? We don't we don't get to the range a bunch. We do dry practice a bunch. <clears throat> the dry fire mag is a huge part of our practice regiments and something, again, we wholeheartedly support and recommend to you guys. Absolutely. So go ahead and use our link. Uh, if you guys make a purchase, a piece of that comes back to help support us. And keep an eye on their site because I believe it's at either the end of this month or maybe next month, they are rolling out their smart dry fire mag, which comes with a laser cartridge. And some electronics in the magazine, but basically it'll turn your your handgun into a cert gun. Uh, so it gives you a little red laser dot with every single trigger pull. Um, you know, cert guns are expensive. Uh, I know there's other options out there that that work in a in a similar fashion that are either unreliable or more expensive. Um, go check them out. Dryfiremag.com. It's a super great product, especially if you're still hurting from these uh, COVID ammo prices. Okay. My bladder is sufficiently emptied. Um, <clears throat> so, 100th episode. Um, seems like not that long ago we were sitting in your backyard around the bonfire pit. Yeah. And being like, you know it would be really cool? You know what's crazy? What? It's because it wasn't that long ago. Although it kind of was, I guess. Two years <sighs> ago. I mean, technically it was technically it was two Almost years two ago. years ago um not quite two because i think it was yeah. like the end of april because like the weather was we were definitely in lockdown and i was not supposed to be at your house but because we're mm. rebels and we fight the system I definitely yeah definitely right over. fuck the system and damn the man right? uh, yeah we we had a um is that the night that uh that guy refused to go into your house to use the bathroom oh, and had yeah. a piss on the side of your garage that might have well i don't know if that was the same night it was definitely in close proximity to, to that night yeah. Uh, <clears throat> at the height of COVID fears, uh, I had a friend who came over, it was cool to hang out outside and have a drink with me. And, uh, you know, were in a bonfire type thing going on and <clears throat> he definitely opted instead of walking four feet inside my house to use my half bath. He used the side of my garage. Very considerate. Heavily populated suburban home. Well, but it was, it was a thing at the time that, you know, we were talking and, you know, like, Hey, we like this stuff. We know other people kind of like this stuff. Yeah. You know, maybe... But let that sink in for a second. Two years ago, not that this has been going on. It's like two years, two years of COVID. Yeah, what happened to two weeks to flatten the fucking curve? Yeah, fourteen days <laughs> to flatten the curve turned yeah. into fourteen weeks. Turned into fourteen months. Turned into twenty-four months. Twenty twelve to 20, carry the yeah yeah twenty-four months. And, to, and it's <laughs> still really going in a lot of ways. You still see people all the time with masks on, and you know, like somebody coughs and they're like, "Oh, did that taste like corona?" Wait, seriously. That's a thing. Did that taste like Corona? I mean, I've heard people ask that at work, but I've also seen a man shit up against the side of a building during uh, broad daylight. Yeah, I so, forget I mean, that you get the best. You get you have the best stories that you're. I literally had an old woman throw nine cents at me today and tell me to go park it in my ass. So yeah, I, I get some some special stuff. Did you get to keep it? No, the, no. You had the, the, the the yeah, the, the institution I work for frowns upon that. We had to uh, deposit yeah. it into a. An account into a, a kitty or a general ledger like or a something. general ledger you yeah, put it towards yeah. if it's not claimed in six months you... it was just it was bizarre because she was like not even five feet tall and you know we're six three so it's yeah you know it's it's definitely like what do i do with this i mean did that really just happen to me mm. but you know people like i i firmly believe that coming out of covid people are just a different breed than what they were going in it's, in some m- aspects people got a lot nicer i feel like you know like the good people got like gooder but like the people bad people that got human like, interaction so they're more apt to be friendly, more positive in you, you ever see those memes about, like, some people have never been slapped in the mouth for saying something stupid <clears throat> in their shows? Yes. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of those floating around right now. Yeah. I mean, two years. It, I mean, Jesus Christ. And that's what... Mm-hmm. So this podcast was was truly born out of that, aside mm-hmm. from the fact that, like, the, the passion or interest of the subject matter, right? right. Sitting around a bonfire, like, hey, man, I have this idea. I think I'm going to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... Uh, I had, uh, a, a bet with myself, not even a bet. I had like a rule with myself or something. If I made it 10 episodes, if I made it, if I made it 10 episodes and I didn't have by then, right. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have 10 subscribers by then, I would just quit and I chalk would, it up to a lost endeavor. Yep. I would just quit. And at the worst, at worst, right. I'd spend some money on some cheap microphones and I, uh, yeah, I would just keep the laptop and everything. See and if your singing career took off. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I be, uh, become a a TikTok sensation by doing like William Hung quality voiceover work. Right. But um, you know, at 10 episodes I had like 12 subscribers. So, <laughs> so you barely covered the spread. That's right. Hey man, a cover's a cover, man. It's true. It's true. Intra a mile winning is winning. Yeah, that's right as uh Vin Diesel would tell us, right? Yes. Um, There's also something about, you know, family and such, but... Yeah, you don't need ammo, because I got family. I don't need guns, because I got... Yeah, there's so many memes of that, too. I know, it's so ridiculous. So, yeah, I mean, it it was weird getting started. Um, There was a lot of what-ifs. I didn't know how to do a lot of this shit when I started. Right. The software side. I didn't think that half of your basement would turn into, like, a recording studio that's, like, exclusively devoted to... It's not, like, it's not half. That's a little unfair. I mean, an argument could be made for, like, 28%. I'm gonna go ahead and round up to thirty. Yeah. Just because I like to be able to move this this chair that I'm sitting in. I like to be able to like move it back and forth a little bit. So I'm gonna say right yeah. remember the threshold of that wall breaks. I mean is. I did yeah, I did. Yeah. I yeah. pulled some furniture into this process. I built a whole I mean You know what uh, I think the best addition to this studio space has been? This desk? That Punisher flag on the wall, that thing is Tasty the the Punisher logo the most cringe of all uh, no 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 the Punisher logo says I'm serious about two things my guns and being an asshole well and that's I was just gonna say it's like the most one of the most cringe things you see in the two A community now mm-hmm. because it, it got really popular I mean yes if you're a comic book fan you know who Frank Castle the Punisher is and I and I no apologies no regrets um, on on me being a comic book nerd. Um, the Punisher is one of my favorite characters. Um uh-huh. for a lot of, not just because of the guns. The guns were a huge part of it as a kid, but you know, he's doesn't have superpowers, right? He's just a, right, he's just a normal dude that gets <clears throat> beat up a lot but also blows stuff up. Yeah, exactly. You know, anybody could be the Punisher. You know, it's not like, oh man, how would I ever get Kryptonite or something? Um Asterisk, we are not condoning anybody going out yeah, as a vigilante. Don't be a vigilante. That's that's not cool. People no. don't think you're cool if you're a vigilante. Um <laughs> But it was really, I think, brought to prominence a lot during the War on Terror, right? I know mm-hmm. during that, in that movie, American Sniper, um, Bradley Cooper, and, and I and I believe this is, I don't want to say clone correct, but I believe it's accurate, right? The Punisher skull painted into the receiver, like poorly spray painted and stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the Punisher skull patches that you would see on a lot of uh, operators, whether it was military or contract, because I think there's one on in the movie 13 hours i believe john Krasinski's character has one and it's a yes. it's a seal thing mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so it, it it people see that you try to emulate the things that you really like right everyone loves seals cuz they're I'm they're, sure seals. they're navy seals yeah um and not, then you start seeing it all, all over magazine wells magazines backplates on glocks You know everything and anything. It was a sexy thing to stamp on. Literally any firearm, anything you could stamp shit on. Got a Punisher skull, and it's super cringe. But I do have, I did buy one of the flags because I liked the Punisher before it was fucking cool, and before Mm -hmm. I owned guns. So I also, I also have an American flag and a a "Don't Tread on Me" flag, and then I do have one of the Spirit of System flags because they're badass because they're cool. And I own a bit of Spiritus Gear, so um, I like to support Spiritus Systems. They do good work. Um, they do good do company. good work. I'm not worthy of that yet. I just rock my London Bridge stuff. It's just different. London Bridge is a good brand. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Um, so getting getting back kind of. <clears throat> so you had 10 episodes in, right? You got 12 subscribers. At what point did you start thinking, like, you know what would be really cool? I and mean, I'm sure it was on the radar at any point. Like, your who was your first? Do you remember who your first live interview was? Um, was that Concealed Journey? Live interview yeah. or guest in, like interview of somebody I didn't know. Interviewing someone you didn't know. <clears throat> Ooh. Um It was either It was either Damien from Concealed Journey or it was uh Tim Brum, who I just had on last week, uh Concept Gray. I wanna I wanna say it was it was it <laughs> not to... been Tim. So I did send you just because you should have said concept gray, it reminded me of that meme that I just sent you about those people who are so obviously prepared and, like, very much <laughs> gotcha. not the gray person. Yeah. And it's just... It's a two-scene comic that, um, you know, the you got your your stereotypical like gun FUD that wears like tactical pants and tactical shoes and a tactical jacket and everything. Mm -hmm. And then like the next scene is when stuff actually hits the fan and it's people beating the crap out of him. And I quote violently redistributing his gear. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and okay. Yeah. So, and we've talked about that a little bit on the podcast too, right? was, uh, the gray man theory, the gray mm-hmm. man concept, because it is so popular today. It and, is, yes. I mean, with good reason, I think. I like functional wear, but I also like to be comfortable. True. True enough. Um, and I think that maybe more people should look at it from that lens when dressing, uh, quote unquote, tactically. Um, you don't need to have 5.11 brand everything. You know, I don't um, think I own a single piece of 5.11 gear. And you shouldn't you really shouldn't. Um, it's really cringe. It's not like it's poor quality. It's just, it screams a whole bunch of things that you don't want to be associated with. Um, and it's different, right? If you were legit, legitimately a military contractor or you're someone in law enforcement, you need those clothes. You need that durability. You need the extra goofy pot. I mean, fine. Right. But for the guys that are like, Hey man, I changed tires for a living and I drive a 93 Honda Civic and I spend $85 a pair of jeans. Does that 93 Honda Civic have a spoon engine in it? Yeah, it'll pull a premium one week before racehorse. Solid. But I digress. Uh, You know, you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. You look ultra-tactic douchebag. And it's something we've talked about a lot here because as this community has kind of grown, that concept past just owning an AR-15 has come into how do, I really, how do I really leverage those tools? How do I really lever- leverage those skill sets? And I think that more people started asking those questions the further that this podcast went on. And I don't mean that in the lens of we were the ones that were the catalyst for those questions. However, Definitely not. we just talked about how COVID was... Gave when, people when, a lot of time to think, a lot of time to reflect. So there were some writing stuff going yeah, on. Exactly. And- the riots, right? Because this this podcast became an idea right when COVID lockdown set in, and we had our first episode in June of 2020. That was right around the time <clears throat> the George Floyd thing happened. George Floyd kicked off the whole Summer of Love, the Chaz slash Chop, whatever, um, going on in the Pacific Northwest. God, that was a horrible All experience. of a sudden, a lot of people who were, I'll, I'll say casual gun owners, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say it. Uh, casual gun owners, they trained a minimal amount. They owned one or two firearms. A minimal amount of gear you know their their gear may have been like a kydex holster that went on their belt and an extra mag carrier that went on their belt mm-hmm. um or maybe it was just it was legitimately just their edc gear um and then you start seeing all this stuff pop off on the news and all of a sudden oh hey that video that t-rex arms made um that video that came out the guy who does uh i forget the gentleman's name but weapon snatcher is his name on youtube um The one who disarmed somebody in Seattle. Uh, Shooter Rookie was on, it was the Instagram handle, right? Yeah, it's, I forget the gentleman's name. he took, he disarmed the guy and took the gun apart, threw the pieces in his backpack and like moved on. And went and gave it back to the police later on. Right. But people start seeing these things. Um, You start hearing about these things and you go, well, oh shit, you know, my wife, my husband, my friend, whatever, myself even, uh, I still have to go to work every day. I may have to actually uh, exist through some of this bullshit right. and we had uh dylan on a couple weeks ago uh dylan ruth who actually did have to drive through some of that in carolina or north north carolina i believe is he's was in oh it was virginia beach yeah regardless um people start asking those questions so it was convenient in that you know while unfortunately a lot of this stuff was going on it was then a lot of our, our material our source material um for this podcast uh, so it was, like I said, convenient. However, unfortunate. Um, we've kind of I, mean, I think that really just kind of helped to drive everything. It, it, it was, it was fuel behind the fire, if you would, because it, it kind of brought a lot of things, a lot of different aspects to the forefront. Things that people, you know, that, I mean, us being near Detroit, you know, there were riots in the '70s that people have kind of yeah. forgotten, and then this yeah, was happening all over point. the country, and it was kind of a sobering reminder that. At any point, you know, and 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 I'm not saying people don't have the right to demonstrate; they absolutely should. But the stuff that was happening—throwing bricks at police, firebombing yeah. cars—and uh, then you know, you were having demonstrations that that sparked up all over the place. And I know I had at least a couple of coworkers who were, you know, not for they were concerned that yeah. that you know, okay, maybe yeah. their their safety was in question or their homes were you know going to potentially become a target. And it's it's something that we. I say we, like you and I being 32 years old, Mm -hmm. we've never really considered or thought about because largely that always happened someplace else. Yeah. And it's weird because, you know, as you get older, it's just more perspective, right? It was, I kind of relate it to the same feeling that you got when you turned on the news on January 6th, right? And there was the quote unquote, the riots, right? At the Capitol. Oh God. Yep. Yep. Um, not something we're used to seeing on American television, right? I mean, mm-hmm. growing up, you, you saw the news coverage of Kosovo. Um, we were obviously in middle school and high school, the war on terror, which, I mean, in my opinion, is still ongoing. Our occupation of Afghanistan, okay, notwithstanding. Yeah. That yeah. Um, it gives you perspective. Right. You know, it's a great point. We don't, when well, I know, we don't know, that, see all that. those as things that are going to happen here. Or if they do, I'm, it's an isolated yeah. one-off event. Like, hey, there was a riot. In Pittsburgh because the fucking Steelers won the Super Bowl, you know. Well, it's different, you know. Like, people burning couches in Lansing 20 years ago is one thing. But, you know, I don't know about you, but when all that stuff started jumping off, I was fielding a lot of calls from coworkers or, you know, even, like, text messages like, hey, where can I buy ammo? Hey, where did you buy your guns? Hey, what should (laughs) I buy? I remember going shopping with a coworker when there was – there were like no handguns to find. Like all you could find was like a Taurus Judge that shot like was it twenty gauge oh, slugs? Uh, they're they're two ten right. shot shells or something. Yeah, I'm something like that. that but, like all me. you could find was obscure stuff or super mm-hmm. expensive things because everybody was out there. Yeah. And they wanted a gun to defend themselves. They wanted a gun to defend their home because nobody knew what was going on with the with. And you know, and it's it's funny you bring that up because mm-hmm. uh, when I was talking with Tim last week mm-hmm. on the pod here. Uh, he mentioned he had friends that worked at gun stores during all of that, and, and he as well. And it's funny how many people that are um, left-leaning, liberally oriented, I guess it's is a good way to, put to it. say it. Yeah. Um, Liberalists they were looking to buy a firearm for the first time. And right. were all of people a sudden that had vehemently opposed it for years, most yeah. of their life, even. And now all of a sudden, Hey, exactly. Stuff could get really real. Well, in other States too, now they're coming across, coming up to these situations. These same people that voted for gun control, they voted for these quote unquote, common sense measures are now going to buy a gun to defend their lives. And they're upset because there's a three day wage. There's waiting nothing 30. common sense about gun laws. Just a, my personal take. Uh, I, I, I would agree. I know a lot of our listeners would agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's um, again, it's a matter of perspective. Now that you need a firearm, those common sense laws aren't so common sense because now you're concerned with having to defend your family and you're being told calmly and politely. Well, when it comes by back kind clerk, of to that point you brought up perspective. That, yeah. Right. You have now to your perspective has changed because even though this is something that you, you know, it's, it's wrong and the, the big black gun in the room, like, yeah. oh, okay. But now that it's your butt on the line, or it's your loved ones on the line, or this stuff could actually reach out and touch you where you live, okay. Now we're going to step up, and now we're going to go different. ahead, and we're going to make a, a decision that is contrary to everything that we have viewed and everything that we have spoken out against, you know, mm-hmm. largely on social media, of course. But because you know the, the the left, they tend to be a little bit louder than us. Um, but all of a sudden, you get these people that were stomping their feet and screaming for gun control, and now it's like, wait a second. I need to protect myself. Yep. I need to protect my loved one. There's that I realization. Need to take steps. What do those steps look like? And all of a sudden, these hardcore leftists are looking more like, mm, maybe they're more moderate. Now, did you, did, and <clears throat> did you during this time, did you have any of those encounters, interactions? Because I got the first half of that. I did get people to reached out to me and said, yeah. hey, I uh, I know where I'm coming if shit goes sideways, yeah, which fun. IQ you are. I love and I hate. Are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Well, it's a little bit. No, we're past like two two minutes, whatever. You okay, because I know that's like my f- third f bomb and definitely yeah. my fifth <clears throat> curse word. So okay, just making um, sure. But yes, I did have some people at work specifically that had asked me, the, you know, like, oh, do you own a gun? I'm like, well, I own. Yes. Yeah. I I own a gun. What we can say that, and I was thinking they were going to start at, and one of them actually did start asking me questions about gun ownership. But, but we had a really. You get, did you get the people though? Cause I got those questions too. Sure, got, yeah, we had a really know, good um, forum, and yeah. but did you get the people that um, were so vocal against these kinds of things against mm-hmm. firearms? Uh, why do you need? Um, why do you need body armor? Why do you need a helmet? Why do you need? Uh, you know, whatever. Fill in the blank. You know, did you encounter any of those? So I didn't really share with a lot of my coworkers just what kind of well, gear it can, I had it can until be they coworkers. But for those of you listening, that is a, a bottle pop, drink. a little a little drinky poo. Um I didn't get too many people that kind of asked me about that stuff because I haven't been super, you know, vocal about what I have at my house unless mm-hmm. they kind of out themselves first as being a supporter of you know the two A and. Um, that kind of thing. Yeah, you got to keep your I guard up for sure. Yeah, because a lot of people are are quick to make snap judgments and react um, in kind of in the moment. Um, there was a, a lady I worked with who. Uh, the younger of the two that I was working with asked me about all this, and you know, okay, well, can you make a recommendation? What should I do? My advice, obviously, you know, shoot a few things before you make a decision. Don't you just can, go yeah. buy whatever somebody tells you because everybody's got different tastes, different feels. Certain things different are going to feel comfortable. sizes. Yeah, it, different there's so many things. Conditions going for carrying. But then the other person asked me, "Oh, well, do you carry a gun?" Like, well, not at work because that would be against policy. But when I'm not at work, yes, most days I have a firearm on me. And the first question she could think to ask me, well, what? Are you looking to shoot someone? I hate that. I hate that freaking it's question, man. It's a terrible like, question. What, oh, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> it. That's how I get my rocks off. I, I just walk around like, oh, man, maybe I'll get to shoot someone. Like, no, absolutely not. I've taken my gun out exactly one time, and that was because some weird-ass guy came and, like, threw himself against the side of my car at 1130 at night and ended up just wanting directions. But it's like, dude, yeah. that's a great way to catch around, especially, you know, with yeah. the area we were in. But by and large – most people were looking for understanding. They were looking for knowledge because, for the largest part of their lives, they had never considered gun ownership. It wasn't something that they had thought about, mm-hmm. and these events brought it kind of to the the front of their mind. It was all over the news. It was the, well, the popular that, that thing whole to talk about. Ignorance <clears throat> is bliss, right? You know, people have been ignorant largely, um, and well, they don't and want again, to know. And again, this is part a part of why this this podcast was started you know we like talking about these things sure. but i also i and, and i and i enjoy getting the questions i do um i think that more people need to be asking them honestly i think that in the crazy world we live in cuz we, and we've seen so many things from and, and we're looking at this just from the scope of when this podcast started right till today which is basically covid we're looking yeah, the so world We'll call since it like COVID. two years so let's <clears throat> call it a two year yeah yeah um, you've had now the rally cries for defund the police, which oh God, that came, whole thing, yeah, came, that worked out really well. It came in tandem right with the COVID issues, and I think, um, and, and honestly, probably in addition to the George Floyd situation. So it was kind of like right. this perfect cocktail of of just horrific events that that unfolded uh, in the summer of 2020, really. Um, and yeah, it, it drove a lot of the the discussion topics here. It drove a lot of the content. That we we worked on here um, because all of a sudden, yeah, people were asking those questions. And it was definitely um, there's no longer the the possibility of there no longer being a police officer there, albeit their response times. And this is th- this is not a dig on law enforcement, mm-hmm. but response times are what they are. You look at the statistics. Sure. They were even worse during these riots and things because, for, for obvious reasons. Right. Mm-hmm. So people start to realize, you know, you're going to pick up that phone. There ain't gonna be nobody at the other end. You know, and even if they are, there's a, a greater likelihood than not that by the time help well, arrives, it will be done. And and to that point, you know what I like to ask people when they talk they that specifically that talking point. Yeah. Yeah. Austin, whose whose responsibility is your safety? Is it is it the police? No. Is it is it the government? No. And whose responsibility is it? That's it's, it's yours. yours. It's yours. It and is they have your argued responsibility. That in law. They have argued that point and they have proved that point in courts of law. There is A precedent for it. I should actually look look it up. The police are there to enforce rule of law. They are not there to protect you individually. Yes, that is a byproduct of what they do because obviously harming somebody else is illegal. Correct. But in the moment, somebody breaks into your house and they're standing twenty feet across the living room from you. Are you going to have time to call nine one one and say, "Hey, excuse me"? Can you ha- can you hang on a second until the cops get here in 5 to 50 minutes. Yeah. No, it is your responsibility to make sure that you're protecting yourself. It is your responsibility to make sure you're protecting your your girlfriend, yeah, your wife, your family, your children, your loved ones. you've taken that is those on appropriate you. steps and, and measures. That doesn't always mean owning a gun. You know what? You you don't want to own a gun for whatever reason, maybe you're scared of that, maybe you have a, a family history against that. You know, could be financial constraints, a lot of things. Maybe you can't afford one. Okay, that's fine. But the point is still the same. Your safety, your responsibility. It, yeah. that the Otis of responsibility is not on anyone else. It is on you. It is on your shoulders. So if you live in an area that's maybe not the greatest or maybe there's a cert, like, you know what? Have a self-defense plan. Have a home defense plan or something. And that was yeah. something that it forced a lot of people to, you know, you've got all these, the, the, the riding, You've got these events. There was a slew of break-ins at that point, if you recall, yep. in, in our area where people were breaking into homes, breaking into cars. Okay, so what <clears> are you going to do? Well, what? it forces you to to ask yourself those questions, or at the very least, you're imagining those possible scenarios and how they could how they could play out. And mm-hmm. and again, and that was a learning opportunity for for us as well. Okay, what does it look like if you take a firearm out of the equation? What does your level of preparation look like? What do your options look like? And a lot of people who are yeah, hey, I offered to get you that tactical tomahawk for Christmas. You said no. Oh, good lord. Yeah, that's gonna fix everything. Something though about. I don't know the range of a tomahawk versus a nine millimeter. I, I you just, just said take guns just, out of the that's equation. Fair. That's the only that's reason fair. I brought that up. But I but I, that's not an issue for me, you know. Um, but regardless, right? So we we talk about what can your planning, what can your options look like without a firearm, <clears throat> right?
1: Well, and, so, and how
0: do you prepare for? You can't just. It's not always just going to be. Oh, I'm going to bug out. Well, bugging out means a lot of different things. Well, to win. Yeah. Do you you have property up north? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I don't. Do you have a a bunker in the backyard? And I mean, I don't get over here as often as I'd like to, but I'm pretty sure you haven't had your whole yard dug up, had a shipping container buried in it, and then, you know, resodded everything so that when stuff really gets hardcore, you just, you know, drop down in there and there's 5,000 rounds of ammunition and enough MREs to make you shit your pants for a month. Uh, That's actually a misnomer. Um, MREs are designed to make you not shit, <laughs> but I mean, when, okay, you, I stand when, corrected, you, when you finally do, it's gonna be may rough. God, I feel have like MREs make you have soul. like just like the driest poop in the world. Like, yeah, like you know, it feels like you're trying to like pass a razor blade. Like, I feel like that's what an MRE does to your intestines. I don't, I don't know because I don't really, I don't dine on the MREs, but uh, I've, I've had them once. They're not bad. But it's not, it's not something that, again, and that's something else we learned uh, during this whole process, looking at food sources. Mm-hmm. MREs are not ultra good for you. They're high in sodium. They're mm-hmm. high in preservatives, so they last, right? Yeah, uh-huh. shelf life is their primary concern. You can't just stash, you know, a literal ton of MREs and be like, oh, I'm good. Um, a lot of those things, they're high in sodium. They're high mm-hmm. in preservatives. They're not good for you. They're, they're a food source, but long term... You know, because they're what they're designed for. It's a meal ready to eat. It's designed for military use. Right. Over what, a couple weeks at at worst case. Right. And and I'm not saying that they haven't been used past that point by the military. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that people that think they're going to live for three, four, five, eight months off of only MREs (laughs) without any action. Um, Any actual protein, Mm -hmm. um, fresh vegetables, fresh fruit. It's not not a healthy way to live. Okay, so you just brought up protein, okay? All right, imagine stuff hits the fan, right? Grocery stores are no longer a thing. Which one of your dogs are you eating first? That's a a horrible question, and I'm not answering that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to dignify that with an answer. It'll be Jack's. (laughs) Um, Okay, that's mm. fine. I can tell you right now I'm eating Jack's. I'm I just said 100% I said it'd be it would be Jack. It no, would be Jack. He's fatter. I'm totally he's fatter. He's, he's, a, fatter. More, he's more nutrient rich. <laughs> it just it just makes more sense. No, I would never. And he's um, more annoying. <laughs> I, I would never. But to your point, yeah. that was something else we saw at the beginning, right? Um was I mean, you and I I remember you and I cuz we took my car to I had to drop it off at the mechanic. This was before yep. lockdown set in yeah. and we stopped at that uh Walmart. Yeah, not by the mechanics, and I remember walking through the meat department, and there was just, it was absolutely barren. It was bare because we knew people knew it was coming. The thing but, was but that, that was like, the bullshit. It that wasn't the frozen meat. That was your beef and your chicken and your bacon. Oh, everybody took all the bacon because they're gonna be home, dude. That stuff's got a pretty short shelf life. You know, it was still there all throughout this, right? Oh, yeah, yeah foods not on the shelves, shit's not there. You can't get anything. You know what's still on the shelves? Canned goods, canned vegetables canned fruit stuff that will actually last i love me a a fruit cocktail you get like the the fruit medley or something only if it's in the juice not the syrup oh no no no. sir that listen that (coughs) that will suss you out quicker than anything else okay you get you buy it in the syrup you Mm -hmm. play it yourself okay so the water is where it's at so you know the and that that whole first i Mm -hmm. mean technically it was six months right june to the end of the year yeah that was pretty weird um so we then, learned a lot uh sam and i did a lot together it was a lot of just like close friends that we were that i brought on right um and then started working into actual interviews people yeah. of i want to say people people of substance people with other life experiences that we could draw oh, you from you think me. i have substance what no that's, that's like the nicest thing you've said to me possibly this month no i'm not talking about you oh i was talking about like you know that's hurtful. People like Damien at The Concealed Journey or right. uh, Chris Blau at Night at By the way, if, if any hit. of you guys have are not following Damien on The Concealed Journey, like I would 100 on his Instagram. I yeah. mean, I don't follow him anywhere else, but on the gram, yeah. he has like the coolest little videos on there. And I'm legit jealous. I'm at some positive of the stuff he gets he's going to he's do. Gonna be thrilled to hear that, knowing him. Um, what that that your twin is his fanboy? Yeah. I'm sure yeah. that'll make him so tight in the pants it'll be ridiculous. He's, he's a cool guy. You should talk to him sometime. <laughs> well the um, next time you have him on maybe but you know, me. we'll make it a we'll make it a party. Guys I'll like bring a, a bottle a, of something wonderful. Guys like Chris at nineteen eleven syndicate. Yep. Um Pat Watson at Uncensored Tactical. Uh people with a wide range of experience and lifestyles, not even just military and law enforcement, but mm-hmm. you know, civilians that have gone out and learned how to do other things, like Pat. Uncensored Tactical is a great company that does a lot of training on lock picking and and things like that, like just these skills that become insanely useful in the event that you need them, um, past just having a firearm, you know. Uh, it, it and it kind of took off, and, it, and it's weird now. We're now I'm getting to the point where I'm kind of stacking up guests and being reached out by contacted by publicists and stuff and i'm actually i think the scandals. question is on a lot of our listeners minds when is trevor gonna get to interview some of these people why are you talking in the third person is actually the question on most of our listeners minds right this moment. it's for dramatic effect okay it's i need to be taken effect. seriously if there's anybody listening to this yeah like they need to know that i'm for real yeah if you're for real about trevor hosting an episode go ahead and shoot and shoot me an email or, or drop into my dms let me know and now we're just picturing a tumbleweed rolling through your yeah, Gmail it's be inbox. And dead. I no, I mean Lexi, Lexi hosted her first uh I think the problem episode. is is that um I have a tendency to ask the uncomfortable questions. I think you have a tendency to ask the non-relevant questions. That's exactly what I just said. Yeah, but not. So, moving on. Back to it, right? You know, we started bringing guests on, started kind of developing things. Mm-hmm. Um I think the one of the the coolest parts about this was being able to start talking about new gear because of President Joe Biden um, <laughs> and his uh, and the um the stimulus checks. No, 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 no. Listen. The Trump bucks were a thing. We'll talk about we exactly one stimulus technically, under Joe a, Biden. It's a split. It's a split scenario. So you had your Trump bucks and your yep. Biden your Now, see, and it's Biden funny bucks. because with my first round of Trump bucks, I bought my LBX carrier. I bought plates, like I bought a bunch of stuff with that first stimulus check did you really because those plates no 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 weren't. you the, bought steel i did say i buy. i bought steel plates so and that for money those did of not go as far as you would like st- us to fully stop eat. judging me right now okay <laughs> i'm buying the the other ones the level fours those are coming with my next bonus check okay but then the second stimulus check full disclosure i bought no gear with it i dumped it 1000 percent into my bourbon collection which you which you have enjoyed have you not I have on several occasions. Can we just tell the listeners it's impressive? Is it? Do you it's, deem it to be impressive? Uh, it's so. It's if kind nothing of like, else, can you say it's an impressive allocation, an impressively unnecessary allocation of funds? I would say that it reminds me of um, what was that movie The Aviator, where he lines up all of his walls with bottles of his own pee. Except yours, it's bourbon. So it's kind of impressive in that. There's that many bottles in one room. That was reminiscent of a compliment, so I'm gonna take it as one. But yeah, I spent a lot. I I should have spent more money on plates. Um, ammo was at a premium, so there was no way I was buying ammo. Well, you couldn't find it. But some of the other stuff I did buy was my dry fire mag, which we spoke about earlier. I bought that. I did buy a drop in barrel for my Glock from Agency Arms. I do remember that. You know, it's gold and crispy and fluted and wonderful. Totally unnecessary. but Totally totally unnecessary, but it it looks cool. I've actually I've looked, and they don't have any blums up right now. It's really. Hard to get hold of the forms, however, I think we can all agree that looking cool is at least 70% of being prepared. Um, what else did I buy there? I did buy a couple MREs, some glow sticks, um, a band aid. None of Uh, what you're actually spitting out here is anything that I would say that our listeners need to have, but I did okay. So, I did upgrade my med kit, I did get you know, you and I had (laughs) a really big conversation about medical supplies, so I did get the dangler for my carrier. Uh, we yeah. loaded it with some with some chest seals, well, and appropriate jaws, because at that point I didn't realize that the medical supplies I had were subpar. And you kind of walked me through, like, okay, what are you going to do? Like, forget if somebody shoots you, because if you have this med kit on you and someone shoots you, you're, you're dead. So let's just move past that. And you're like, what if you get in a car accident, you get a sucking chest wound? I'm like, and, well, I, and my response was to find sucking, because I feel like any chest chest wound is going to suck if it's your um, chest cavity, yeah, because it's you know your lungs and everything. But I mean, just having. Yeah. Having more than one first aid, yeah, uh, source. You know that's something that that I've. Oh, grown I bought on my burrito. Your what? Isn't that what you call it? the The med kit that goes on the back of my belt. I always call it the burrito because it unwraps with Velcro. Uh, no, it's just a med kit. Okay, well, I call it. I the think burrito. yours is a. I think yours is a Condor tearaway pouch, which Probably. I know a lot of people cringe over Condor, but I will say their tearaway med pouch is. One of my favorites. Pretty cool bang for your buck. Honestly, it was cheap. Yeah, I remember it being was like forty-five dollars or fifty dollars or something. It was under thirty. Yeah, I think you bought some medical supplies with it. That might have been. But it. Oh, um, I bought um, my first pair of trauma shears. Yep, having quality trauma shears and quality medical—it's mm-hmm. not that big of a deal financially speaking. No, you can get enough supplies to handle yourself, right? And it's situational. So if you have more people with you, you want to be able to treat more than yourself that's a different conversation slightly, but right. um, we had Spencer on a couple times early on as well, who's an EMT and you start talking about the things that you need to have to address those wounds. And I really <clears> of <throat> just having a tourniquet, right? Cause I had like literally one. Yeah. Um, I, I have throughout the course of this, as I've learned more How and seen more. How many tourniquets should I have? Um, if I, 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 guess I currently own two, so like do I need more? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, like I, Cause you have, you have two that are on your kit. Yeah. Like those are the only two I have. I have yeah. one on my belt and one Do you on have my one in, you know So you don't carry one in your vehicle with you? No, I would. So ni- here's my thinking. Okay. 99% of the time, if, if I have a chance of getting in an accident, it's because I'm either on my way to or from work or on my lunch. At which point, if I get into that bad of an accident, the kindest thing that can happen to me is I bleed out on the side of the road. <laughs> that's that's horrific um and uh, you don't go to work like i do that's true i work from home but you could use it to save somebody else's life so in all seriousness okay that's valid because i know. do have a first aid kit in the car right but it's it's See, very that's mild one it's... of the things that irritates the shit out of me about like kits that are designed like that or that they're marketed to be like in your vehicle mm-hmm. is they claim to contain a tourniquet and all it is is a little bit of surgical material like rubber surgical band. rubber and it's like dude rubber band and a popsicle stick bam tourniquet dude no Ew, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Like those those quote unquote tourniquets they saw in those ki- that they include in those kits. Like, I, I I don't know any self-respecting heroin addict that would use one of those to try and get a vein. Um, they, they really are of those. No, they they really are substandard. Um, they are, and I will I mean, also I suppose say it's better than nothing. But like like literally not by a chest hair above. Not by much. Yeah. yeah, and one of those only other things I learned uh, relatively early on when I started digging into this is. There's a lot of brands out there that are making, uh, let's call them knockoff tourniquets. You know, like, yeah. uh, If it's 10 bucks, 12 bucks, 15 bucks, it's probably, I mean, if you want to buy one to train with, it's probably not the worst thing. Um, But, just, well, it's, it's like Dad used to say, "You get what you pay for," right? And yeah, I think you were the one that told me that like anything less than twenty dollars is probably twenty five. Anything less than twenty five, if it's not the North American Rescue, well, I think, like, I think the cat when we bought it, it, you got like two for $39.99 and you can plus find, shipping or something. You can find <laughs> those deals sometimes on Amazon. Yeah, um, but that's really, I mean, one of the things to consider with this, right, is where do you want to save your money? Mm. Probably not by cutting corners on your life saving gear. So right. Don't skimp on your medical that includes, you know, oh, I can get, you know, ten bucks cheaper for this tourniquet. Well, that could be the tourniquet that stops you from fucking bleeding out or your wife or whoever. And then the other thing I would say. And and it's not even just like getting stabbed or getting shot. I mean, not to like dumb it down a whole lot, but I mean, okay, you know I disc golf. Do you know how many times like and people rip on me for having like a large first aid kit, right? Do you know how many times those those same people that shit on me for having like an eighty dollar first aid kit? They're like Oh hey, uh, you got that first aid kit on you? I need some butterflies, or hey, I need some gauze, or hey, do you have that antibacterial ointment? Because mm-hmm. my dumbass dove balls first into a bush of freaking poison ivy, uh-huh. and I want to wipe it down. I mean, shit happens. It, yeah, it, it does I'm, happen, but I mean, it's it's on a never small a bad scale. Thing to it's have. a. You're never going to regret having it, you know. Right on a small scale, it's convenient. On a right. large scale, it is literally life defining. Yes. Um, you know, and you don't want to cheap out on it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you're not getting the North American Rescue, the the CAT tourniquet, the combat application tourniquet, yes. there are a couple out there that are comparable. Um, I like the CAT just because it's easy to apply. Right. Um, I know there's a ratcheting <laughs> one that some people really like. I think some pe- the SWAT tourniquet is so one. So we're going to throw another one of those asterisks on there. If um, you feel like training on how to use a tourniquet, don't plan on putting it back into the sleeve with any kind of ease because um, it's well, there's it's Yeah, not. there's a way to... Yeah. Once you get it out of the packaging, you're pretty much done. And then also there is a specific way you have to fold those things up to re, um, stow them, right. You to get them yeah. back in the elastic or however you hold it. So, or, yeah, yeah, you have to be very, you have to, I mean, but look it up. There's a couple, I think it's that gear guy on YouTube is the one that I learned how to stage my tourniquet for quote unquote rapid deployment um, <clears throat> you know, there, there's a couple tips and tricks, a couple ways to make sure that your Velcro isn't exposed. Um, so then if it gets brushed and rubbed a bunch of times, whatever, it loses its stickiness, it's tackiness. Um, you know, so good things, all, all things I learned from then until now. And, um, it's been, it's been weird, you know, going through these interviews and getting to the point where I'm at now. And I feel like, I, I feel like I've learned a ton. And that was really one of the big reasons that we, we, we started this, right. It was we're not the ones necessarily that are teaching here right It's in my case almost never the one teaching anything yeah there you go like he's perfect example no but i mean it's it's more i look at it as it more of a way to document what i'm learning and then share that information with people and well it's a convenient outlet to convey information to a a, a populace i guess right i mean yeah when we a started community. this you, neither you nor i have any type of law enforcement military medical background mhm we work in the finance industry. We push paper for a living. I'm fat and bald. You're fat and nearly bald. I mean, like it's it's a thing. But these are things that that they're skills that became relevant out of necessity. Well, and it, um, it's, and out of mutual interest, you it's, know. And it's not something you have to be. And that, that's one of the, the stigmas and the stereotypes, right? Is you don't have to be law enforcement. You don't have right. to be military. You don't have to be a Boy Scout, right? To to know these things to learn these things. Sure. Um. And that's important to understand, because I think a lot of people have the misconception that, you know, I'm, I'm not a you cop. you got to be, like, so an I, outdoorsy person, or you got to be, mm-hmm. you know, like, you have to be in that field. I mean, I barely know how to tie my shoelaces. I can't. Let I alone don't, six different kinds of knot. I didn't, before I started this, I, I'd i never done any land navigation. Sure. Uh, I'd never been, i had never hunted before. I, I when I went, uh, this time last year with Ryan, mm-hmm. I went turkey hunting. That was my first time ever being out did you, hunting. Did you shoot anything? No, we didn't. We heard a couple gobbles, and we spent the whole morning chasing him and what we, did we, you go hunting with oh i didn't because i what well, you get when you're hunting you have to have a tag so ryan was the only one that won the lottery for up there for turkey hunting so he was the only one that could shoot so i went out for That's purely the educational piece. A lousy shot well we didn't see anything anyways so we'll never know plus it was the shotgun so his shotgun no it was um no, not the break action. The, the oh, okay. That okay. I like, that thing's not going to hit anything. No, that thing's it's broken. Uh, last <laughs> I talked to him, it was broken. Um, no, he had a brother, his uh, cousin's husband passed away, so he got the he got his shotgun after he passed. Oh, no, um, thank God for that. So it's a, uh, I, I want to say it's a Remington, it's a pump action. I mean, it's just, it's your, probably your, like an 870 or an Express uh, or something. It's something like that. It's, your, it's not anything super fancy. It's a hunting shotgun. Sure. You know, okay. Like a. Yeah.
1: 20 20 inch inch. barrel something like
0: that 22 inch anyway um you know so i had my first experiences with land navigation on that same trip my first experiences uh with turkey calls which um i got really quickly i know a lot of people struggle with turkey calls uh oh i can make the best turkey call please don't i think the listeners want to hear it no no (laughs) all right um for for next time for later i'm gonna put that back in the closet okay we're gonna keep that back in there uh and now here we are uh this is like i said episode 100 and what we're looking towards in the future is some of the things that i mean ultimately i didn't really know that it would ever get to this point i want to say i never dreamed of because we're not at that point but we're starting to get to some of these things that i am i am i allowed to share some aspirations i have for all this Yeah, I mean, if you want to share what your goals are for the future and things like that. So, for this calendar year, my goal is to take my first carbine class. Yeah. Um, I wasn't aware that there were facilities like, um, you know, the the one in Ann Arbor that you went to. Ann Arbor Arms. Yep. Um, Yeah. I would I would like to do one of those. I have a coworker who has actually volunteered that if we take him to the range, he will pay for all the ammo. I don't think he realizes how expensive of a day that's 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 going to get. Trap is uh, set. The trap needs to, to trap be The trap is baited, set. You know, because he hasn't he hasn't bought his first AR-15 yet. So okay. I think what he's looking for is more of an experience, and he's willing to pay for the ammo. Um, but that's going to be a, a big check to for do him. It. So, um, but I'd like to take my first carbine class. I would like to get. I would like to dedicate more time to dry firing. Um, the next time I get a bonus check, definitely going to upgrade my plates. Um, mm-hmm. You have a bump helmet. I would. I'm mulling around the idea of a bomb helmet. Some would argue that, I mean, there's nothing up there worth protecting anyways. So uh, I don't know. I would also like to, I am i don't know how much I like the RMR on the pistol. I know I know yeah. you have one and it's super bougie and like, you know, all the if internet. I, so I will say you should invest, you should, slide mounted optics are the future. Um, and the future is now. And I'm not saying it's be catchy. What if I, I want to be the grumpy old man yelling for you to get off my damn lawn? That's fine. If, you, if you're a guy who likes to rock the irons, I know Mike Glover at Fieldcraft, mm-hmm. he still rocks the irons because he's still learning and stepping up to a red dot. Sure. There is a learning curve to a red dot. However, I will say that um, it, it is faster. You know, I got my 43X cut after my my, my class that I took in January. Um, I, I couldn't be happier with the decision. Honestly, mm. it's just faster. Yeah. Um, that, you know, instead of trying to get those the, those two planes to line up with your front and rear sights, yeah. you just find the dot, and as long as you have a quality dot, it's, you're not going to have problems. It's, with it. It. it's on my radar stuff to do, but the largest part is I need to upgrade now. Obviously, we don't v- like video cast these sessions, but my workspace God damn it. here in the studio. I wish is you would have said that because I've actually be I've lacking. actually been um I've actually been meaning. To try and do uh, Instagram live of us recording uh, an episode, and we can totally do that. Mm-hmm. I am yeah. hundred. I'm balls deep in that idea. But my like, look at you. You got your Iron Man mug over there. You got your dump tray. Look at your little plastic toy gun and shit. What do it's I have? I've got one coaster that yeah. has the name of a shitty bank on it, and then I have a glass. And this tablet that I don't even use. Yeah. I need something that screams Trevor sits here. So I'm thinking all right, I'm going to need at least my own mug for pens, even though I never write anything here. I'm going to need a bobblehead. And I'm going to need um, no. a fidget toy of You're some gonna kind, get, preferably something silent so that the mic you... doesn't pick it up. Any of those things. Not getting any of those things. You don't need any of those things. I need that clutter down here. I got enough shit. No, no it's not clutter. It's not clutter. It's me owning my workspace. I can keep, I can be such so, a more a powerful contributor Goals to, for the year. Yep. We can, <laughs> yep, you <laughs> should definitely get the plates. We're going to yep. work on that. Yes. I'm going to bother you until you do it. Um, I did order classed, my cucumber for the, uh, your cumber bund, right. For my plate carrier. We talked about that well, last time. Yeah. you got yeah, that as, as, well as well as my, the, the, mag pouch with, or the, the mag carrier with the admin pouch that goes on the front of my LBX carrier. Yep. Your front flap. Yep. I'm excited for those. Um, and I do want to, The carbon somebody, class. somebody in this room, somebody may or may not have recently purchased yeah. some flashbangs. Oh, I did. I did. That was my, that was one of my next Dude, steps. Dude, I want to try one. We're not. They're so hard to come by and it's because they're, so what okay. he's talking about if is If I were to Airsoft, come by a, a case just like yours, right? These are Airsoft grade, just so They're Airsoft knows. grade flashbangs. They do, so I, I did the research on this. Um. From a decibel standing, uh, a regular AR-15 is around 158, 160 on the decibels. Yes. These flashbangs on the box say 130. The videos and reviews I've read have said around 140. So somewhere between 130 and 140. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty decent pop. And when compared to a a quote-unquote real one... They actually um, flash... Or they do just a bang? They do. They flash and they bang. Um, the real ones, and I don't know how to measure output on the flash. If we gave you EarPro, do you think we could put you in a room and just I'm toss a flashbang no. in? So real flashbangs will do 170 decibels. These are optimistically 140. Okay, what do I? What will you give me or what will you buy me if I decide to be the test monkey for these? Nope. If I say I'm not toss a flashbang and I'll let it. you know how effective they are, what are nope. you going to give me? Nothing. A slap on the ass okay and a thumbs up what if we get alex to do it we'll talk about we'll take this offline yeah that's that we'll take this you guys don't need to hear the 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 back and forth on this but more to come for sure Um, you know so getting you in a class needs to happen it's overdue Mm -hmm. um i think you'd really enjoy it i think you'd learn a lot i know i did um for me it'd be a retake yeah if i did it in our arms which isn't a problem you said Uh, robbie was really good Yep. The instructors there, uh, Robbie and Craig are, are outstanding. I actually haven't gotten the opportunity to take a class with Craig yet. Um, I know he, he's new to the staff there, so I am looking forward to the opportunity. Um, and it's something, the nice thing is it's affordable to the point where I could take their carbine two course a couple times and still walk away learning something. And Robbie's the kind of instructor where I know, cause I've seen videos and photos, he's changing his curriculum all the time. He's trying to find, ways to, to get better and and to make you better. So, um, you know, training's important. Get off the X. Don't just sit in a stall at your local range and pull the trigger. You know, that's good. Zero in your optics and stuff. That's as a footnote to that class thing, go to the range before you take the class, put 10 rounds down range, 20 rounds down range. Like, you know, just make sure your zero is pretty close. Um, don't be that guy in class who can't hit shit because, your zero's not there, and you waste the first hour of everyone's time because you're trying to fucking figure it out. <clears throat> that's all I have to say about that. What if you just legitimately can't shoot worth a damn? Well, that's what this instructor there is for, and he'll probably take it from you and shoot. And if he drills bullseyes, he'll give it back to you and say, nope, just you. I don't know. <laughs> I've never had that problem in a class, so I don't, me personally or anybody Performance else, anxiety, not something that afflicts you. you. You start off testing, your. at least when I took my carbine class, we started off pretty close up, like five yards. And then you back up, so you can yeah. understand your mechanical offset and your zero. But okay, um, yeah, just, I mean, just for everybody at home, um, I I I don't know, like how how prevalent do you think these courses are? Like how how easy do you think it is for people to find courses like that? Because I know not, for you and I, we're driving an hour. It's really not. Um, it it is difficult. You know, I've had people reach out to me about where to go for classes, where to go for training, um. It is difficult, at least here in Michigan, right, these very suburban areas, it is difficult to find classes above the level of, here, you can come with me to get your CPL. To search out instruction like that, you, you're going to have to drive a little bit in most instances, right? Right. Um, and it's going to, in most instances, you're going to pay a premium because these instructors travel the country. Some places, like Ann Arbor Arms, have a cadre, a staff, uh, a, a training coordinator, you know, like Robbie. Uh, that are there full-time. That is their full-time job is to bring in outside instructors and then to run classes themselves. Um, If you're in the Southeast Michigan region and you're listening and you haven't heard me say how much I love that facility, um, I'm going to say it again. And I'm going to recommend again that you go check it out. I know there's a lot, there's instructors that tour the country and they charge upwards of $600 for a one day class. And they ask that you bring five, six, seven, eight hundred rounds to the class. Which is huge when you look at the cost of ammo right now. That's a lot of shooting. Um, That's like five hundred dollars worth of ammo, at Easy. least. At least, um, and then you look at Ann Arbor. You know, when I took my, my handgun course, it was hundred. It was a hundred bucks each for me and Lexi to take the concealed carry tactics course. Yeah, and then it was two hundred rounds of nine millimeter each. And I don't think we used the full two hundred, so really not that bad for the four hour course. Um, the higher level stuff, the handgun too, the rifle 2, It's a six hour class. So you really Mm -hmm. do get your money's worth out of your curriculum costs. Um, but, but seek it out, you know, um, and stuff like that. Again, that's, that's goals for this year. Um, wanting to take more advanced curriculum, uh, wanting to do more hands on training with things other than, I know we do a ton of dry fire. Um, I want to learn close quarters tactics. What are you going to do when I'm better with a handgun than you? A what? What are you going to do when I shoot better with a handgun? Then you do, I'd be happy for you once once you finally get there. I, I said what I said. I said what I said. Mm-hmm. I said, what I said. Okay. I, if it happens, it happens, and then I'll have I mean, a new. I likely won't. Let's be honest; it likely won't. I was just. Then we'll, to. we'll have. I'll have a new goal, and that's <laughs> you know, healthy competition is not a bad thing. I'm not afraid oh. of it. If that's what you're getting at, you want me to pee my pants? I don't know. I'd be happy for you for like ten minutes. You know, the requisite amount of time, 10 minutes, I'll take that 10 minutes of pure bliss. And then it's right back to Dick kick city. Um, (laughs) yep. Okay. So surprising, but yeah. So, you know, um, there's a lot of plans I've talked with you about some of it. There's a lot of things Mm -hmm. I want to do. There's a lot of things that are in the process right now. And there's some things that I'm still trying to figure out how to make happen, um, and keep growing. You know, bring on new sponsors. Obviously, is something that could bomb-proof the studio. Well, that would be bomb-proofing my home, which I don't know that I could feasibly achieve. If I'm being completely honest. So. Fair. That one's a to be determined. Okay. And we'll yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll put, put a pin, pin in that. It. We'll come back to it. That's right. We're gonna we're gonna come back to that one. Um, but yeah. And 100. next time I'm on, we are gonna revisit my question: Which dog would you rather eat? Yeah we're never gonna we're never gonna revisit that um <clears throat> but that's it uh I, I that's everything i i mean it's hard it is kind of hard to articulate all the thoughts and feelings that have come through this process it's mm-hmm. been difficult there it's have been def- a long couple of years honestly <clears throat> i don't think people realize 2020 was two years ago yeah COVID, i remember being at work when they when the governor announced the lockdown and yep nobody was going to leave their house and um, which was kind of like the beginning sent of all home this. for the day and told them not to come back, just work from home. And we, and we thought it would be a month. I didn't think we would spend nearly 12 months in isolation and lockdown. I, uh, yeah, nobody no. could have predicted that this was going to be that, that profound of a thing. No, it's been, well, and you know, that's one piece of it. The other piece of it is just the struggles that have come with running this, uh, taking shape, take, making decisions. Um, you know, there's been a lot of ups and downs with this. It's it's weird uh, to think about. Uh, it, it really is. It's hard to kind of put it into words and, and everything. So I, it's kind of a high level thing. I mean, obviously, really grateful to be where I'm at today. To be where we're at today, uh, with the level of success and continued growth. You know, um, they say the first two years with any small business, if you can even consider this that. Uh, and I and I kind of do. I, th- I I I think it's a an entity of its own. It's, I mean, it's, it's not it's not necessarily there. something that it does. Let's be honest. This this literally costs you money. It does. It costs you know? me money. I don't. Um, we don't really make a, a ton. I, it co- you know with web hosting and stuff like that that we have to do. Um, I would say that I have. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely in the red. Not a ton. Not obviously not to the point where I can't sustain it sure. or don't want to sustain it. But yeah, I mean it's. Um, but I would definitely consider this to be like a, a small business type, um, venue or type ende- endeavor for sure. Venture. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it, had, and they say in the first two years, that's the hardest, right? right. If, you, if you break the two year plane, which we're rapidly approaching in the next 90 days, yep. um, then you start to see, well, I mean, I don't see this shutting down in the next 90 days by any stretch. I don't Nope. No, absolutely not. Um, like I said, there's a lot of plans. There's still things I want to overcome and be more successful with. So, uh, thank you everyone for as listeners, right? If you're listening to this podcast, our success is largely in part due to Yes. your support all you guys that tune in every week or you know however periodically you come on in you listen mm-hmm. to the to the podcast to the interviews thank you you know you are appreciated and, and reach out you know let us know you're there uh choose yeah, lo- an email love to get emails love to get instagram messages we you still know, have to finish we still have the grab bag list of questions people sent in and if that, any uh, of you say to never have trevor on the podcast again no well, there might be yeah. something to that, but yeah, we'll take everything under consideration. Certainly, nothing's off the table. <laughs> but I can, I can be like a, I could be your producer. That's but just like I never literally talk again. the worst idea I think you've ever had. Well, okay, hold it, hear me out. No, I have basically no knowledge of sound engineering or and how a microphone go. works or anything like that. But I think my charisma brings a lot to the table. As a producer, that does nothing for me. You're literally as a producer an off-air personality. Charisma doesn't do anything for me. So you literally just argued yourself out of the job. So, anyways, guys, um, you know it's been you know hundred episodes. Um, (laughs) We're really happy to have reached this milestone. Hopefully, a a lot more to to come. Um, you know more more interviews, more live streams. Hopefully, in the future, Uh, if. We can make the, the video cast happen. You know, we talk. We're going to work on it. At the very video, least. At the but very I feel least, like we'll, you and I are both going to need to trim up a little bit. Like, I I, and I mean, no, maybe no, more me than you, but I definitely need to lose some at weight. At the very like, least, we're going to. If the camera gonna, adds 10 pounds, I'm going to look like a beach whale. And that's just. <laughs> and, and I have on, nothing to wear. We're going to get on the Instagram live. Um, I just have to remember to do it the next time and get it set up and, and everything. We'll definitely do that. That'll be an easy next uh, next goal on the list. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, we'll start. We'll start going live on the gram. And well, and then that way, one of us, probably, probably you, people like can, the tens of people that probably would tune in. We can, oops. we can ask them. Oh, the Lions just signed. Wait, nobody. No, um, <laughs> we can. Uh, you know, we can start answering some questions live on the air. Would be kind of cool. That's true. You know, they be like, like yep. "Hey, Trevor, um, why do you sound like a buffoon?" Well, um, constant listener. That would be because I am. Yep, and genetics. That too. So, yeah, uh, a lot of good things happening. Um, Hopefully, a lot more good things happening in the next couple of weeks. Working yeah. on some guests that I'm, act- I'm, I'm very excited to have the upper, excuse me, have the opportunity to speak with uh, some people who are out there doing legit work, um, and some and some gentlemen who've who've really done some very interesting things. So, uh, stay tuned for for more of that, uh, and mo- and more on that uh, over probably the next. Uh, next month or so we should be we should be seeing a couple really big things from us so uh again thank you guys 100 episodes is huge and uh next milestone 500 we'll see if we make That's it there. The maybe 250 so. let's set the bar attainable 250 yeah. 250 yeah we'll probably if i make another another 100 i'll probably be thrilled too so nice uh, yeah you know celebrate the small things and uh you know it's definitely it's definitely worth it Can so you send off this week no it. No, it's you gotta you gotta earn it, man. You gotta earn it. I I earn things. I go to work mm. every day, I, dude. I pay taxes. That don't mean shit to me. I don't get your taxes. I ain't the government. <sighs> Whatever. I find do it. Do it. All right. So thank you for for coming on and making the time this week again. Of course. Uh, and for all of you guys listening again, I can't say enough. Thank you uh, for for supporting us and, and following us to this point. It is much appreciated, folks. We we do. Yep. Until next time, you guys get out there work hard you train smart and like we always say here be prepared